Welcome to Nutrition Factors, the podcast about the link between nutrition and your health. We talk to leaders in the field of nutrition and look into the science behind how nutrients affect your health. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition Factors podcast. And today I have with me Dr. Brad Christensen from ULAN Nutritional Systems. Hi, Brad. Hello, Sally. So I wanted to talk to you about the difference between pharmaceuticals, nutraceuticals, herbs, and whole food supplements, because we hear these things spoken about all the time, but I know that I don't understand them altogether, and I'm pretty much sure that all the people on our Nutrition Facebook page don't really know the difference in when to take what and why. And I know you know all these answers, so let's define the terms. What's a nutraceutical? What's a pharmaceutical? And what's a whole food supplement? Alrighty, well, there are several terms uh, I think we should start um, defining to start with. You know, the first one's an herb. What is an herb? Basically, it's uh, an herb is any plant that has leaves, it has seeds, or it has flowers, which are used for food, flavoring, or medicine. The topic we're looking at here is uh, if we're using it as a medicine. But then we need to define what is a medicine. A medicine is basically a compound or preparation used in the treatment or prevention of disease, especially a drug taken by mouth. Now it gets a little more confusing. Let's define what a drug is. A drug is a medicine or other substance which has a physiological, either stimulating or sedating effect when ingested. When you put it in your mouth, it, it either stimulates something or sedates something. All right, so that's that's just getting all wrapped around what is an herb. Now we get to talk about a pharmaceutical. Um, most pharmaceutical things we're thinking of are pharmaceutical remedies that are a prescription from some kind of a healthcare provider in the medical industry. So a pharmaceutical means it's relating to medicinal drugs or their preparations. It's a compound, and a compound is nothing more than you take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of something else, and put them all together and come up with a new substance. It's a compound used as a drug, usually available by prescription only. That's a pharmaceutical. So now what we have to do is look at what is the purpose of those things I just listed is to sedate or stimulate the body to handle a symptom. These are good things. You know, if I have a symptom someplace, I'd like to get rid of the symptom if it's uh, annoying to me and causing me not to be able to do something I want to do. That kind of gives us a base of what are pharmaceuticals, medicines, drugs, and herbs. Now, many people are going to be out, out there and they're telling me such things as, well, I don't think herbs are nutraceuticals. I haven't even defined a nutraceutical yet. I think they're just an herb. Well, I'm just giving you definitions as I found them on the Food and Drug Administration's websites and from good medical dictionaries. So now we get into that other area now called a nutraceutical. I haven't even gotten to those whole food supplements yet. I'm working my way up to that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, a nutraceutical comes from the word nutrit, nutritive plus pharmaceutical. So they've combined those two things and it basically translates to natural pharmaceutical. We can go a step further and say natural drug, natural medicine. 
And so a nutraceutical is a fortified food or dietary supplement that provides health benefits, also known as a drug in a lesser form or over-the-counter natural remedy. And these have physiological stimulating or sedating effects when ingested. So this would include such things as herbal remedies, synthetic vitamins. Now, all the time I hear this term, my vitamins that I'm getting are natural. Well, unfortunately, they're not natural. They are derived from natural sources, yes, but they are not natural. You cannot find them in nature. Even if it's a vitamin C or a vitamin B or a B complex, there's several of them out there, but the way they make these things, these synthetic vitamins, it means they synthesize them or put them together from some other source. So they typically take a source. Let's take a vitamin C. Vitamin C, they like to use acerola berries. So they take acerola berries and they put them in some kind of a um, device to hold them. And then they put in another chemical in order to leach out the active ingredient they're looking for, in this case, the vitamin C component or ascorbic acid. It might be derived from a natural source, but it's now called a synthetic or a vitamin. And the purpose of most herbals and nutraceuticals are to sedate or stimulate the body in order to handle a symptom. Again, that doesn't make them, doesn't make them bad. It just makes them a different category. And if you know how to use them, you're going to get the best benefits. So now let's take a look at whole food supplements. Whole food supplements are nothing more than supplements, something to supplement the person's diet in addition to whatever they're consuming by mouth in the way of foods or drink. And so they're supplements derived from a plant with the components have not been added or subtracted from. So basically it's a concentrated food in pill form. What we're typically hoping for is the fact that we can get an organic whole food supplement. If we get an organic whole food supplement, that means it was grown on ground that was not exposed to herbicides, pesticides, fungicides, was not exposed to commercial food fertilizers, and it was prepared within minutes of having been harvested and that way it retains all of or, or the maximum amount of benefits because what happens is once you harvest a food, by the time it gets to the processing plant, it's been oxidized. That means it's combined with oxygen. And now that value of that thing, that food has been slightly diminished because of the oxidation. So then what they do with whole food supplements is they take a little bit of the green part of one plant and they put it with a root part of another plant. They take those and they make a slurry out of all those things. That means they grind it up and, and expose it to water. And then that becomes a slurry. Then they freeze dry that and they take those powders and they combine all the powders to make a pill. And then they'll either put it in a capsule or in a liquid soft gel cap or in a pill form. So that's a, that's a big, long roundabout way of defining some terms for you. Fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, in the field of nutrition and health, Dr. Royal Lee is really like the father of this whole subject, right? Well, he's kind of the father of natural ways to do things, yes. I mean, there's a lot of other people we have to give benefit to, like Weston Price and, and Melvin Page. So what did their research say about how a body functions and repairs itself? 
Well, primarily they're going back to the physiology and they're just teaching us how we can take the things that we can literally buy at a grocery store if we could consume enough of it. Like as an example, let's say you need a lot of, um, again, vitamin C. Well, you could go to the grocery store and eat a bushel basket of oranges to get the benefits of the vitamin C you need, or you can take and concentrate, freeze dry it and put that in pill form and get the same thing in a smaller amount. And so their research was primarily empirical, which means they went into a lab and they, I mean, they went into a clinic and they tested it on patients. And then, then they based their knowledge on physiology and biochemistry, how things are combining. And then they came up with how to use certain particular products. Royal Lee himself used several, uh, there were several people, biochemists that were helping him along the way derive many of his formulations. Now, this idea that the body can heal itself and that there's a repair process going on, how does that work? Are we like lizards and we can grow another tail or what? I wish that was true, but uh, unfortunately, um, the body is a self-regulating, self-healing mechanism. As an example, if you cut your finger, you don't have to think about it. You don't even have to put a Band-Aid on it. The finger will heal. So the body has a natural healing process that has been built in. We're born with it. It's part of our, our genetic makeup. All we're trying to do in the natural healthcare industry is assist the body to do the job it already knows how to do. Now, why do we need food or whole food supplements to help the body to do this job? Oh, that's a great question. People, people many times avoid looking at that or don't even think about it. The reason is food is the building block of animal bodies. Pure and simple. You either eat a plant or you eat another animal, and the body uses that material to build cells. And then how often does a body repair cells? Does it only repair them when they're damaged, or does it do it on a consistent basis? How does it work? Well, all day, all day long, we have cells dying and cells being born. It's been said that after seven years, you have a new body. Each organ has a different repair rate and a different um, rebuilding rate. Let's take the heart. The heart replaces every cell in the heart every 90 days. Here's the way it works. Mitosis and meiosis are the fancy terms of cell division. All right, so you've got a cell that's on its way out and the body is using these things called stem cells. Every human being has a stem cell. A stem cell is nothing more than what's known as an undifferentiated cell. It's a, it's a brand new cell, but it doesn't know what it's supposed to be yet until it's been directed by the body's inborn intelligence, which we call innate intelligence. All right, so let's say the heart says, okay, I've got a cell that's 90 days old. It's going to be, it's going to be um, needing to be replaced tomorrow. So then the mechanism sends in an undifferentiated stem cell. And then the whole process says, okay, stem cell, you're going to be a heart cell. And it does that for the various uh, body parts all over the place, just depending on uh, where the body needs a new cell. It's taking place all the time. All right. Now, I've also read a lot of things about the fact that our food supply now is not anything like it used to be when our grandparents were alive. So oh, yes. if we're not getting decent food, what's, I mean, we don't have much of a hope there, do we? That's exactly right. That's why um, diabetes is on the rise. Obesity is on the rise. Female endocrine systems are um, failing more and more. 
men are getting balder at earlier ages is because we don't have the good building materials. The reason we don't have the good building materials is primarily because the soil we grow those foods in no longer have what they need to grow a healthy cell. Nowadays, they're using commercial fertilizers of what's called NPK, nitrogen, potassium, and phosphorus. All right? So you put those in and it makes a very pretty looking plant. It grows the plant tall, it grows up very wide, it makes, it makes the fruit of the plant very large, but it has no nutritional value. Mm. As an example of that, um, we know that oranges are always said to have a lot of vitamin C. Well, they went into an orange orchard, orchard here, uh, I think it's about 15, maybe 20 years ago. They went into an um, orchard and pulled an orange off the tree. And right there in the field, they tested to see how much vitamin C was in the orange. It was zero vitamin C in the orange compared, compared to what they did back in the 40s and 50s. Primarily, that's because of genetic modification, changing the, changing the fruit to contain more sugar, because the more sugar it is, the sweeter it is, the sweeter it is, the more people will buy it. Unfortunately, it looks good, has no nutritive value. Buy organic, eat organic, take organic food supplements to supply, to supplement, that's why they're called supplements, to supplement what you're missing. Now, part of the other reasons is we also have more toxic water supply, things like acid rain, water pollution from industrial and agricultural uh, runoff. In 1939, uh, the government agency that controls farming told us that the soil in the United States was depleted of all of its minerals in 1939. So therefore, if the soil is depleted in its minerals, how can we get minerals? And minerals are hugely important to us because minerals do two things primarily. Minerals, number one, is relax people. It, it makes the body relax. Number two is minerals activate all enzyme processes. All right, so here's an example of an enzyme process, a vitamin. A vitamin is an enzyme. Without the proper minerals, you cannot turn on the enzyme. Now, are there ever any times when a whole food supplement won't repair what's going on in the body? Oh, yes. Remember, whole food supplements are designed to be the building blocks. So if the cell's too far gone, it can't even rebuild itself. So therefore, it might need a type of product that's like a foreman on a, on a construction site that says, come on, guys, it's time to go to work. Get off your butts and go to work. That would, that would be like a synthetic or, or just a vitamin or a mineral, which we call the, um, the nutraceuticals, might be an herb, it might be a prescription. Those things are necessary to kind of jumpstart things. So sometimes we need that. It's like a car battery. If you run the car battery down too far, it, it cannot recharge itself overnight, even if you put the proper type of acid into this battery and won't recharge itself. So sometimes then you got to have a battery charge. So how would you know when to use a nutraceutical and when to use a nerve? Or do you, you just have to take a chance? Primarily, you need some kind of a testing system that can tell you how stressed the body is. Are there any um, environmental stress factors that have beat up whatever you're trying to handle? And so the longer the person has had the condition, the likelihood that they need something to help jumpstart it it's going to be there. So there you would use your vitamins, your minerals, your nutraceutical, um, certain types of herbals, maybe some prescriptions that need a little help. And then once it starts to get moving again, then you would start to put in the um, raw material to, to give the body something to rebuild with. Oh, right. maybe, I can, maybe I can describe it this way. 
whole food supplements are like going to your, well, in my day, we called them lumber yards. Now, what do they call them? Your home center and getting <laughs> lumber, lumber yeah. and screws and nails and glue and all that. So those are all the raw materials to build a house. That would be a whole food supplement. But once you, once you get to the construction site, you need somebody there that can build it. Sometimes you just have a bunch of workers sitting around. They're not well organized. And somebody needs to get over there and organize it. So that's where you might want an herbal or a nutraceutical to come in and get and organize it. And this, therefore, they would act more like a foreman on a job site. Come on, guys, get to work. Sometimes the cells are so debilitated, you got to go, hey, we better, we better pump some of this stuff into that guy just to support him so I can, in other words, I got to stick my finger in the hole in the dike so I can get some other work done. So what happens... If you have a health issue and you take a pharmaceutical drug, what does that do? Well, primarily the pharmaceutical drug is designed to change something. You know, maybe you're trying to change a blood value. Maybe you're trying to get rid of a symptom. Maybe you're trying to jumpstart something. Let's say somebody has a thyroid that's all run down and beat up and you need some kind of a hormone replacement therapy to replace what the thyroid should do on its own. So... That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You can get in and you can you can help support the person and get them some get them some energy, get them out of bed and get them moving, get them functioning in life. And then down the road, teach the person how to eat better so they're not continually tearing themselves down. Give them some after that point, you'll give them some vitamins or herbs, and then eventually you can get them onto a whole food supplement as their body starts to build and repair. The problem is most people aren't willing to give the body the amount of time it's needed to to repair itself. Before you can ever heal, you got to stop getting worse. And then after you stop getting worse, now you got to clean up the mess that took place while you were um, going downhill. Then you can start to heal. And most people aren't willing to give it the amount of time for healing. Healing can take quite a bit of time. As an example, how long does it take to grow a baby before you can have a baby. Well, at least nine months. So the body's going to take at least nine months to repair or reorganize or, or help organ systems. Typically, the body takes someplace probably between one to three years to really heal it. So wow. a symptom as a, a symptom is a confession. We've had function going wrong for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been conjectured that by the time a symptoms goes up, it's been degenerating between 20 and 40 years. And everybody wants that to turn around instantly. Me too. When I feel when I feel bad, I want to feel good as fast as I possibly can, even though I know that's not going to take place. And how would you know which products are the best ones for you to help your body heal? Yeah, there's the $64,000 question. The issue is. We can either uh, do a symptom survey and choose particular products associated with symptoms, or we can do some kind of a blood test and choose supplements that are based on um, how do we change that blood value. We can do particular types of testing where we can see what areas of the body are stressed. Once we find out what areas of the body are stressed, of all those areas, which one's the most important area to start with? So it's a tough question to ask. You know, all I can say is uh, after 50 some odd years of doing this, 
I find that I, I really enjoy the nutrition response testing protocols the best because they can isolate the stressed areas and identify where's my starting point. It can also help identify is the body open to healing in the first place or is the body in a state of confusion? So it will use the things that I'm supposed to be taking to help me. Will they use them against me because my body's confused? That's so, fantastic. Thank you so much, Dr. Brad. We really appreciate your time and your insights. And thanks very much for coming on Nutrition Factors. Well, you're welcome. And thank you for having me. You've been listening to Nutrition Factors, a podcast about the link between nutrition and your health. Sponsored by Ulan Nutritional Systems.